What is up guys and welcome back to the Chillin' with Dylan podcast. Um, once again, you're just chilling with Dylan. Uh, I'm actually making this episode a couple hours after the episode preceding this episode. Um, but, you know, I'm always thinking about what I want to talk about on here and uh you know I just kind of was thinking about change you know things changing life moving you know all that kind of stuff um you know I noticed that there's a lot of resistance towards change in this world um you know I know that because I've seen it in myself And I know that that is the, you know, root of suffering right there. That and attachment. Um, Because the thing is, attachment is just, you know, resistance of change. You know, you don't want to let go of things and allow new things to enter your experience. Um, You know, it happens all the time you know anytime something isn't going the way you want you know you get negative about it and you get angry and frustrated and impatient and it feels like the whole world is just ending and it doesn't have to be that way you know it really is like that because you are just resisting nature You know, everything is always changing colors, shapes, smells, sounds, all that. It's all entering your experience and leaving just as fast as it came. And something else is coming to replace it, like, immediately. You know, it change is not, like, it cannot be stopped. And, you know, the thing is, if you get attached to things in this world... Whether it be money, a relationship, uh, you know, whatever it is, you you get attached to it because it it brings you some kind of relief from your suffering. Uh, You know, it, it makes you feel good. And, you know, when when things feel good, you want to keep feeling that way because, you know, you're currently unable to feel that way without anything and you know but the thing is nothing is gonna last forever like nothing ever you know the if it's not a universal constant it will change and it will you know fade away eventually you know some things stay around longer than others but you know, it's, it's all gonna leave someday, just like us, um, so, you know, even your body, you know, if you get too attached, you know, it's good to take care of your body, but if all you care about is your body, you know, you're gonna be out of balance in your life, you're not gonna be, you know, you gotta be balanced in everything, like, everything has to be just equally important or you have to 
you know, place your importance on things wisely, I guess. Um, because, you know, you don't want to waste any of your time here being, you know, if you're going to be attached to things, at least be attached to things that you know you can manage and maintain and, you know, keep around. Like, your body, yeah, be attached to that because you want to keep, you, you can keep that around because it's always with you. But, you know, the thing is, your body is not a constant either because some, one day you won't be in it anymore. But, it, you know, the thing is, you can, you see, your body is not a constant, it can change. But your awareness of being, you know, that that unconditioned awareness that just is aware of your existence, you know, that does not change at all through your life. That thing is a constant and it is permanent. And this is why I like highly believe that we don't actually die. We just transition. Because that basic awareness is there forever throughout your experience. And it does not change. You know, things can enter your awareness and leave your awareness. But it does not affect your awareness you know you could forget where you are or who you are or what you are but you can't forget that you are as in you exist um so you know that right there helps me like not fear change because at my at our the very center of our being we are unchanging faceless formless awareness that you know without that awareness nothing would exist for us you know so that that all kind of comes back to my you know premise of you know your awareness of being is god because you know i i don't think things enter your awareness i think they emerge from your awareness um, because like how I see it is that at the, at the very back of you, I see our basic awareness. And then, you know, I personally think the thoughts that you have are thrown out of your awareness. They come out of your awareness and they kind of create a, a mental image and, you know you make it you kind of make an imaginary scene for it and here's what i think happens kind of like i've heard of the pineal gland and i've heard that people refer you know a lot of spiritual people refer to that as your third eye or you know like the eye of god or whatever but you know i personally believe that because there are traces of DMT in there, and DMT is a crystal. And how I see it is, in your pineal gland, it is—it's like a, a prism almost. And you know, I think that mental image is just pure light, and it's projected out from your awareness onto that uh, the crystals in your pineal gland. And you know, as a prism does. You know, colors and all that are projected out from the other side of the crystal. 
And then I think that is what we are seeing in front of us, you know. But the thing is, we're all connected, so we're seeing the same world, but we're projecting different things onto it in our own personal experience. And, you know, when you think like that, it's you look forward to change because you know you can make your own change. And, uh, and, um, you know, sorry, my dad was trying to call me. I got it. Um, okay. You know, and then you stop fearing change because you can, you know, create your own change and you can kind of control the change that is happening in your life. But, you know, it's not the easiest thing because we're not trained to think that way and we're not trained to, you know, uh, be aware of what we are thinking and imagining all day. Because, you know, a lot of people think it's not important. They think it's just mental chatter. and But it is important because, you know, you are what you think about all day. If you're thinking about sad stuff all day, you're going to be a sad person. If you are thinking of, like, crazy, like, psychopath stuff all day, you're going to be a crazy psychopath, you know? We, as a society, we don't take our our invisible world seriously enough. Um, you know, it, it's funny because I was at work the other day, and, you know, I, I was just going off in my mind, like, thinking about vacations and stuff like that. And, you know, I realized on the outside, it looks like I'm here doing work. But in reality, I'm actually, you know, in the Bahamas right now. And I'm playing in the sand. Because, you know, my focus isn't really, at that moment, my focus isn't really in this physical world. It's in my imagination so you know if I can experience it that vividly and you know completely tune out this physical world like what makes it any less real than the outside world if that makes sense um but yeah you know change change is inevitable it's happening right now as we speak like literally every nanosecond it's It's a beautiful thing, too, um, because all of this change is just being influenced by so many things, you know? There's so many causes for this change, but in your life, you know, your personal life, the only thing that can change your life is you, you know? There isn't anything outside of you as long as you don't allow it to there's nothing outside of you that can 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 change your life for you you know people can tell you what to do but they can't make you do anything you know you can hear a suggestion like I said in the last episode you can be given a suggestion and it's at that exact moment you're given a, a decision as to whether you want to accept that 
and make it true for yourself or reject it and create a different truth. Um, that That's a beautiful thing because it just goes to show that we are, you know, we are like gods. We can create our life. You know, we're not a finished product. We're in the process of creation right now. You know, every single decision you make is just basically the God inside of you making a decision as to how he wants to edit his creation. And, you know, it takes, it takes a lot of, you know, trust in yourself and, you know, you gotta be completely honest with yourself all the time. You know, does this change bother me? Does this, does this thought process bother me? You know, you can't just act like you're fine if you're not and you know if you if it takes talking to somebody else or just you know forming a stronger connection with yourself you know whatever it takes to you know get on good terms with yourself do that first before you even try to make any kind of change in the world because you know everything like I've said emerges from you in your experience in your life and in you know other people the people's lives you're in as well you can change them just by changing yourself so you see like you can see how these thoughts originate in your mind and then expand themselves outward that you know but you can't just you know kind of daydream about it you can't just say oh I'm gonna think this and then just hope that it happens no you have to say something to yourself and just know for a fact that it's gonna happen no matter what you know always just persist Uh, you know the things around you are changing but that doesn't mean that you and your your goals have to change you you are the one thing in your life that you can you know if you're in control of yourself fully and, you know, you can believe in yourself enough, you can hold on to beliefs for a, your entire life. You know, you can believe something until the day you die because you, that's the thing with the, the Neville Goddard stuff. He says the cruci or not cruci, is it the crucifixion where they nailed Jesus to the cross? He says that's just a representate, like a allegory for, you know, basically nail. You are the cross, and these beliefs that you can have are like, you know, Jesus's body or something. Or I don't know. I think he was saying you are Jesus, and you have to nail yourself to this belief. So, like, you can do that, and then that belief, it's. It's going to be with you as long as you, you know, don't mess with it and doubt it because that's going to take them nails out and you're going to be back to where you were or somewhere else, you know. So you can just attach things to yourself. Like, you are a magnet for, you know, whatever you want to believe because you're generating those things so you can... 
you can kind of just magnetize them to you and keep them with you as long as long as you don't doubt it you know you can make yourself unchangeable on the inside you know you can't control the outside changing of events that's just a natural thing but that inner you can you can become you know rock solid in your your beliefs and that's how they become powerful you know you they they cannot be broken basically and that that's how you make change in the world in the actual physical world you know if you strongly firmly believe in you know equality among races or whatever that's gonna that power in your belief is going to drive your decisions and your actions and your thoughts and every single aspect about you and that is going to basically you know allow you to you know let that belief prove itself to you and prove to you that your beliefs are correct Um, that's why when you that's why you see all these people and you know everybody has different beliefs and you can see their beliefs because it's you know they are receiving more things in their life that confirm their beliefs you know if you're if you're focusing on something you know you're gonna automatically just filter everything else out and you're just going to you know be in a mode where you're only seeking out those things that you wish to find to to prove them that to prove your beliefs to yourself you know that everybody does it that's why there's so much conflict because you know everybody will find evidence of their beliefs and they will they'll be able to show it in the physical world um and you know that that's what that that's what people don't understand that's why there's so much conflict and you know that's nobody will keep an open mind because they're only finding that stuff which confirms their beliefs and that's why I ask people why they close off their mind to all these other possibilities in life you know there's people that will just hear something about say like psychedelics you know they'll hear that some guy freaked out and you know, they're automatically going to make an assumption that, that that drug is a bad thing just based on what they've heard about it. Um, and then, you know, that's going to scare them and then they're not going to want to try it. And then, you know, they're just going to keep themselves in that fear and find more things that confirm their belief that it's a scary, bad thing. And then when, you know, people that find the good in it try to, you know, make it legal like it should be, you know, these people have gathered massive amounts of evidence as to why it's bad, but they haven't seen the other side because they're not, they're not paying attention to it. They are filtering it out and just basically ignoring it. You know, if you look for the good and the bad in things... You'll find both, but 
for some reason you have this this uh you know bias just based on your first assumption of something and that that's what i'm saying by your your assumptions are creating your reality because you know you're just going to receive you're always being given things in this world you know that's how i see it and that's how it is for me so you know i see these opportunities where i'm being given things and i see that you know when i see something i haven't seen before i'm being given an impression or i i am putting out an impression i think well the impression generates within me and then it expands outward and you know basically my world is uh uh cloaked with that perception of my first impression on the the subject whatever it is you know and I forget where I was going with that but you know change is inevitable people like and you can right now you most people are stuck in that belief that change is bad and that it's scary and unpredictable but why don't you just flip the script and say change is beautiful and it's it's fun and exciting and mysterious because you know once once you can get over that fear of change and you can embrace change and accept it for what it is uh you know you'll start seeing the change go in your desirable direction uh you know, we we can literally manipulate our personal lives and, you know, distort our perception of reality so much that we can make it whatever we want. And, you know, the thing is, I walk around all day, like, literally high on life. I, I don't even need to take any drugs or, you know... I don't need any outside circumstance to feel good because this power inside of me to literally just tweak any anything in my life, like basically turn up the happy meter on everything and turn down the importance on the things that aren't important and, you know, just, it, it's like I'm in complete control of my experience. Even when things outside are not looking that great, I just tell myself, well, out there, it looks bad, but in reality, in here, it's fucking awesome. And then, you know, that makes it so... Even if something really bad does happen, you know, you're you're not attached to this physical world anyway, so it's not like you're gonna be afraid of losing anything because you can't you know you have everything inside of you and you know if you if if there is an afterlife you know the only thing you're gonna take with you is what you have inside and you know it why would you want to bring a bunch of shitty garbage and 
live with that for eternity or however long it is, you know? Why would you want to just make your experience just bad? You know, it really is up to you if you have good change or bad change in your life. Uh, you know, it, it's it's really hard to understand when you don't see the world that way. Because that's the thing. If you don't believe it, it won't make perf- it won't make sense. But when you start believing something, you know, anything that uh, anything that lines up with that belief will make perfect sense. And it won't make any sense to think any other way. Like I don't believe in depression for myself, you know. It maybe it exists for other people, but for me, it doesn't exist. And, you know, I have not heard people talk about being depressed, really. Like, maybe every once in a while. I have not seen anything on any social media or anything about depression. I have not, you know, I haven't experienced any depression myself. And when I do start having, like, a negative thought, I'm like, that makes no sense. Why are you thinking that, Dylan? Like, you're good. Life is awesome. And, you know, the more you do it, the better, the stronger it is. And, you know, soon that depression will just be completely non-existent. It will literally shrivel away and die. And unless you allow it to come back in, you know, it it won't come back. Because it, you... you it won't make any sense for you to accept anything that would make you depressed, you know? Um, and I, I really do want to see everyone be able to do that. But at, before you can even attempt that, you have to be open-minded to listen to things and apply things in your life. And, you know, you'll, you'll always get, get back what you put in. So if you if you put in even the smallest efforts at first, you know, if you're depressed, start meditating for, you know, five minutes a day. Just talk, commune with yourself and look, look at what's inside of you, you know, see, clear out those weeds in your garden. Basically, that's what I find meditation does for me. Um. But, you know, meditation doesn't have to just be sitting in a room with your eyes closed. It can be... It can be just anything that gets you to focus on right now. And that's the first part. And then you have to just pay attention to, you know, what your what thoughts come up. Because thoughts will come up when you are trying to meditate. But your job there is not to get rid of the thought. It's just to look at it for what it is. And if you want it, you can keep it. And, you know, what I do when I meditate is a thought comes up. And I look at it. And I'm like, do I want this? And if the answer is yes, I will allow that thought to continue. Just because it brings me joy. And it brings me peace. And it, it, it calms me. But if it's a no, like if it's some stress about like money or 
people or what, you know, just stress. If it's something that's not going to aid me in my my growth, I just say, nah, next, next, you know, just move on to the next thought because another one will come up. That's another thing that just confirms that the universe is always providing for you. Everything you need is being provided to you as long as you believe that and you, you'll you see it once, you know, you, it, it's like you go from blind to being able to see, like clearly, perfect 2020 vision. Um, but you know, it, if, if you're depressed, just do something like that and, you know, at first... At first, you know, the the energy that you have stored up of that negativity and that depression, it's going to be way stronger than your little meditation attack, you know. But then once you focus on your meditation and your growth and your self-love and your happiness and development, once you focus on that, it will start gaining muscle and... Every time you go to attack that depression, it's getting weaker and weaker and weaker. And eventually, it just fades away into nothing. Back where it came from. It came out of nothing, and it will go back into nothing. And, you know, it it really is... You know, if you live in yourself rather than letting the outside world, you know, throw you around and beat you up... You know, you really do become like this spiritual warrior in your own mind. You know, you you learn how to, you know, defend yourself from negative energy. Um, it, it, it gets fun. It's like literally like mental boxing. Uh, it just... It... At first, it really sucks. You know, you don't want to be doing it. You don't want to put in that work. And you don't want to, you know, you just want to lie to yourself and hide from yourself and say you're fine. But, you know, once you just are, like, fearless and you you understand that you can fall down and get back up again and try again, you know, once you start understanding that for real... You know, once you fully believe and understand that and trust that, you will start kicking ass, homie. You really will. Uh, you know, I've had a lot of times where something changed in my life and I really didn't like it. And that first assumption was just that it was a bad thing. And, you know, then I would start thinking about it in a bad way and I'd be missing all these lessons that could have just made me stronger and stronger and you know it could have helped me conquer that problem faster and more efficiently so I don't I'm not wasting my time not fulfilling my purpose you know um you know it all just starts with that first impression of a a change in your life and you know it's sneaky dude it's really sneaky because it's easy to miss if you're not 
fully conscious and aware of what's happening in you, it's really easy to miss uh, your first assumption. You know, it's easy to just automatically judge something right away. But, uh, you know, you kind of have to lag behind the world. You have to kind of process events slower, if that makes sense. Uh, something happens. If you're if you're re- reacting to something immediately after it happens, you're just unconsciously acting on pure animal instinct, and you know that's that's primal. We're better than that. We are, you know, we're advancing so much that we, you know, we could freaking push a button and be in a different country in two hours. You know, that's that's not animal instinct allowing us to do those things. So, you know, if your your first impression makes you uh, act out of anger or something, that's not, it's not really acting, that's just reacting. Um, I don't know. It's, it's really strange, but, you know, it's easy to just miss that those subtle little things that are always happening in you, uh, you know, there's just multiple, multiple, multiple dimensions to the, to consciousness, uh, it's really insane, you know, every day, it's like I find this new gift that has been there all the time, but now I'm aware of it, I mean, the other day, I, I swear I was, like, aware of, like, time, like, visible time, uh, because I, for, like, a couple seconds, when I would move my arm, it was like there was just perfectly, perfectly real after images, like, three or four little like extra arms basically if I move my arm in front of my face and uh you know it was like I was just aware of time I guess like I could see time because I could see my hand in all of the places that it just was it's super hard to explain but and, and it's not like it's hard to explain because it was it didn't feel like a physical after image. It's like a fully inner experience. Like the hand is there, but it's not. And it's like I'm seeing it in my mind, but it's so vivid that it looks like it's in this reality. Uh, I don't even know how to explain that. Uh, but you know that that's what I think a lot of this mental illness is it's just uh, misunderstood spiritual abilities being uncovered you know you you dig so deep in your mind you're gonna find some hidden treasure you know and when people start if they call it hallucination but what if it's not what if that's something that's actually there but every you know we're not fully 
we don't have enough awareness to see it all the time. You know, what if a schizophrenic person is saying that he's seeing shadow people, but, you know, that that's just how he sees it in his mind. He thinks there are people standing there, but since he doesn't understand that he's having a spiritual experience and he's speaking to, you know, like, benevolent energies, you know, they will, from my experience, I, you know, I've seen, like, beings in some of my, uh, psychedelic experiences, and the thing is, they'll match your, your energy that you're giving off, because they're showing you what you're doing with yourself, and if a schizophrenic person is seeing these hallucinations of people, and they're scary, how much you want to bet that it's not because they're they themselves are scary, but it's that he is scary and he's seeing a reflection of his mind. He's seeing where his mind is at visually. Um, you know, I think that's what it is because, you know, like I said, I, I've seen this TED Talk. I forget who did it, but uh, he, he studied schizophrenia in the United States and, uh, and then... You know, he came to the conclusion that everybody was scared of it here and everybody had bad experiences with it. But then he goes over to the Amazon or some some other country like that. And, you know, they're very spiritually oriented over there. So he, you know, watched these people for however long he watched them for. And, uh, you know, the this one kid started having these episodes which you know he'd ask him what he was seeing and it was exactly what people over here with schizophrenia were like saying they were seeing and you know they they had shamans there that have had these experiences and they learned how to manage these experiences and use them for you know their their higher purpose or their you know they made it serve them and you know they they trained this kid and all you know not that long after he started you know having these voices tell him where to go to find food or what to do if he was in danger you know that's the thing like you gotta be you can't be afraid of changes either physical or mental or spiritual you have to embrace them so you can understand what it is and utilize that because it if it's something like schizophrenia that's not gonna go away really that's probably gonna stay with you for a long time so you know why try to just cover that up when it's obviously there and just drug yourself out and all that just to what, what? That's not living. That is literally not living. Um, you know, why not try to understand what you're seeing and, you know, work with it and try to inf not have it influence you, but you influence it in your favor, you know? it. I, I personally do not believe... In mental illness. I, I definitely think it's some type of spiritual experience being 
you know, brought up because, you know, you need it. Like, you're being given this this new ability because you might you might want it. You might need it. But it's like getting a present. You know, if you don't accept it, you're not going to be able to see what what you can how you can play with it, you know? If you're not willing to accept this gift, you know, you're just going to be wondering what it does the whole time and you know, you're going to be thinking all these bad things about it. You're going to think it's some bad scary present inside that's going to jump out and kill you. But, you know, you don't know. You know, I I honestly think you know, it's hard to accept those things because they're so different. They're so they just completely change your entire world. And you know, it's not easy to accept something that big. But if you see it as a gift, why would you not want a nice, big, fat present, dude? Why would you not want something that is wrapped up in a massive box and you know something cool is in there? You know, I if I were to start having schizophrenic episodes, I would just, you know, I, I don't care if people think I'm crazy because they don't know what I'm experiencing. So it doesn't matter what anybody else would say, you know, people would definitely be telling me to go to some kind of mental health institution, but I wouldn't, and even if I did, I wouldn't, you know, let the people in there control me, because I want to understand why I'm experiencing this, and what is, what exactly is happening to me, uh, and it would be scary trying to accept some shadow guy, like, at first, trying to, you know, scream at you or something, but love wins, if you just say, if you just open up to it and, you know, send some love to it, because it's in your mind, dude, you're seeing the contents of your mind right there, and if your mind isn't filled with love, you're gonna have some hateful, scary things, you know, it's not just some rant... You know, it's not just some random hallucination. It's a complete and exact reflection of your mental state. And, you know, just like everything else, you you can change that. You can change your mental state and then you can, in turn, change your mental experience that has been labeled as schizophrenia or delusions or whatever. You know, whatever the world wants to call it, whatever the know-it-alls want to call it, you know, it's, it's insane to me that you, you can't, like, we're not allowed to understand these things here, In, in this country, you know, I, I highly believe there are people that know that that's the case, and, you know, they understand the power behind these spiritual abilities, these gifts, they see the potential behind it because they probably have it. They probably have it and they understand it and they understand that it is some powerful shit and if you're a a person in control of billions or millions or billions or whatever people, like, 
and if, if you're attached to that control you have over people, you're not going to want to let that go. You're not going to want to let people be free and not need you for everything in their life anymore. Like, you can't play God in those people's lives anymore. But, you know, some people want to be in charge of everybody else and play God and pull the strings and fuck people over and all that shit. You know, that there are some nasty people out there like that. And sadly, I think that's who is, you know, running the show around this country. Or every, probably a lot of other countries too. You know, we, we don't have it too bad here, you know. We could be in some other country where they don't even allow us to eat more than two pounds of food per week, you know. We could be somewhere where there is no food. Um, so, you know, I try not to get all worked up about the government and stuff because, like I said, I myself cannot control that, but I can expose them on their bullshit, uh, and try to make my change in the world. Um, I don't know. It, it's very strange, uh, living a spiritual life because it's almost like you can see clearly and like see the blatant manipulation that is going on in this world not only between you know government offices and all that but just people too there's like a lot I've seen so many like girlfriends of mine that are in relationships with people and they get the living shit beat out of them yet they stay I know you don't want that so who's who's making you stay why are you allowing someone to make you stay in that and you know they'll say oh I love them yeah I'm sure you do but and you know it's fine to love people but it's not fine to have your boundaries crossed because that just goes to show that that person doesn't love you because they have their love is conditional then if you're not only my you know if you're not home at 10 o'clock I'm gonna beat the shit out of you that's basically saying if you don't do what I want I don't love you you know that's not love love is unconditional and you know it's it's not supposed to be some sacrifice or you know you should not have to ever give anything up in order for someone to love you and you shouldn't expect anyone else to give anything up so you can love them you know yeah it it doesn't work that way that's gonna just all that's just gonna cause problems you know um it, and it's it's just insane because it's all up to you what kind of problems you have in your life. You know, and it's up to you what kind of solutions you have for those problems in life. And it's up to you where you go in life and what kind of situations you'll be in. You know, it's all up to you in this life. And there, this world, this external world will try to deceive you into thinking that you don't have control over your life 
not anyone else's life, but your life. You know, you cannot, just as you, other people can't control your life, you can't control anyone else's life. So, you know, quit telling people what to do. Quit asking people why they are the way they are. You know, that's none of your business. You know, I live my life as my life and if somebody comes into my experience I don't I just allow it to happen I just allow this thing to unfold whatever it is and you know I don't for the most part if I'm you know focused on me I just will not really talk unless I'm spoken to because I'm talking to myself about my next moves and you know what I'm building myself up I'm literally building my temple basically my my mind I'm gardening all day you know I'm I'm working all day whether it looks like it or not because I'm doing that inner work that so many people fail to do and then they wonder why you know they wonder why their life is so tangled and messed up because they haven't they haven't accepted the gift of their life and seen you know when you when you get a gift you you have to first accept it and then you have to accept all of the terms that come with that gift you know if you receive like a, a knife or something one of the terms is you know don't cut yourself you know you have to accept all of that and, you know, you'll have to sharpen the knife and all that. You'll have to clean it, whatever. It's like you have to accept all of that. And then you can start playing with it. But, you know, you have to keep up with those terms in order to extend this gift's time in your life. You know, if you get a car, you got to understand that you got to get oil changes. You got to change the tires. You got to do the brakes. You know, you got to take care of the things that you want in your life if you want to keep them around. And, you know, that's, that's, that's what I'm saying by, you know, unconditional love will always win. Because, you know, my car, it, I love my car. Even if it takes a shit on me, I still love it. And that love right there is what will get things done quick and efficiently. Because I'll, I'll, if I'm, if I love my car, I will only, I'll, I'll go to the best place to get it done. I'll get the best part. You know, you'll, you'll want to spoil the things you love, basically. And, I don't know. I don't know, man. There's just so much depth to life, and I don't think people see it. There's so many people living living a surface level life they just see this outside world and then this mind that they have they use it every once in a while maybe think about like what they're gonna eat or whatever the money or whatever you know they just go through life not really seeing what it's all about you know why why spend your time just wasting away honestly like just 
doing pointless things that aren't really bringing, you know, showing your value, you know, you know you're valuable, you know if, if you were doing something that you like, you could do, you could do that thing better than anyone in the world, you know you could, but, you know, you'll only get what you, you'll get back what you put in, basically, and if you don't put in that effort to, you know, find your value and place it in the world, you know, you're not, it's not gonna happen, um, I don't know, I, I just, I, I want people to learn from this podcast that, you know, you're, you're tricking yourself if you think you're worthless. You're tricking yourself if you think you're sad. You're tricking yourself into thinking that you're all these negative things. Because you're not. You're not even all the good things either. You just exist. You just are existence. But you can add meaning to that existence. And it's up, that's totally up to you. You know, you just have to literally shed your old self off and grow your skin back in a in a completely different way have a completely different pattern of life and you know it's it sounds hard but it's not because it's all natural it's a natural part of us it is a natural part of us that is making us grow in the directions that we're growing in you know I learned from plants to reach for the light if I want to grow. Uh, so, you know, I'm not I'm not going to dig down in the dirt where it's all dark and cold if I want to, you know, bear fruit on me. You know, if I want to have a good harvest of, you know, my life's work, I'm going to have to reach for the light and... You know, the light is just love and happiness and joy and peace and warmth and, you know, all the, all the good things, the positive in life. That, that's the light that I'm talking about. If you reach for that, you're just like a plant, dude. You'll be growing in no time. And, you know, your attention to your growth is it, it, also like light. It, the more you focus on your spiritual, mental, and physical growth, you know, your attention is that light that will make it grow, really. You know, if if you ever have questions about how to grow, just go in nature and just kind of like, you know, don't think about it too hard, but just let this, this, in these insights come to you. You know, just sit out there with nature and kind of just observe the patterns you see you know I noticed earlier this was kind of cool I went down to the beach and uh, I went I was looking at some trees and I was like you know these trees are technically a a seed and then you know this whole tree is just fragmented into a lot of different pieces like the leaves and branches and bark and everything but it's all part of the whole the part of the whole tree and then I was looking at the the water and I was like those waves although they look separate from the lake they are one they are 
not separate. And, you know, that right there made me think, you know, we're all humans, but are we really separate? You know, are we are we separate or are we just one being, you know, experiencing itself from different points of view? You know, just like the tree, it's experiencing itself through the leaves and the branches, but it's still, in essence, just one thing, a tree. And so I think of people like, you know, we look separate, but in essence, we are the same. We are just one one being split into billions of ways. And, you know, that being might be the same being that is in dogs and cats and cows and all that kind of stuff and even in plants you know that being you know I want to be that being because that being is everything so I don't know like just go out and look in nature for your answers to you know life's biggest questions look in nature because that's that the patterns in nature will, you know, they'll unlock hidden truths inside of you. And it's very interesting. But uh, I'm running out of time. Uh, once again, if you'd like to donate, uh, I'm going to be trying to find people who need money. Uh, you know, I if you don't trust me with it, you know, I, I'll understand that. But, you know, I'll be... I'll, be talking about it and keeping you updated on where your money is like i said if there are donations i i will be keeping about 20 percent of that uh just so you know because I, I i'm putting in work here i'm expecting you know i don't I'm, I'm not expecting anything in return but you know like i said a million times you get back what you put in and you know I'm putting work into this so I don't know but I really want to be doing that so if you want to donate I have uh cash app I I might start a go fund me later or something but for now I have a cash app which is just money sign Dylan Denio and then I have my PayPal which I think is just yeah I think it's in my uh description of the podcast but uh yeah, just if you want to do that, just send something that way. I'll keep you guys updated on that. Um, but until next time, thank you for chilling with Dylan. Peace out, guys.